Welcome to the Life is Relationships podcast, where we share biblical truths about marriage, parenting, and discipleship. The desire of CTCI is to see the hearts of individuals and families restored in their relationship to the Father, and for them to be empowered to have thriving, godly relationships that impact the communities around them. I'm your host, AJ Selby, and on today's episode, we'll be talking with Larry Pons and Seth Williams as they share about the history of CTCI and what makes it such a unique place. Take a listen. Well, hey, Larry and Seth, thank you so much for taking the time to come and be with us on the podcast today. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Um, Larry, you have been at CTCI for 41 years. Can you walk us through some of the history of that? When, and you, you've been the director for how much of that? And, and what does that, what does it look like, the entire history of the end? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Susan and I came in 1980 with our four children. Mm-hmm. I think our oldest was six at the time. And we came to the end not knowing a lot about the end, except we knew Jay and Sally. Mm-hmm. They were uh, a couple who were teaching uh, things about family that no one else at the time was touching on. Mm-hmm. Susan and I were had come into the fullness of the Lord and following Him. We were gung-ho, and we were getting hit left and right uh, by circumstances of life that we just couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you be following the Lord and nothing seemed to be going exactly the way you would think it would go? Mm-hmm. So we met with Jay and Sally, and um, the maturity, the... the uh, wisdom that they had just touched us and so we decided to come and and we were right about that that was the leading of the lord yeah uh we became very close to jay and sally through the years and uh jay and sally uh, came to the ministry they were they actually were not planning to start a ministry they were very involved in the presbyterian church they uh came to Franklin. They were looking, uh, I think, really to get a second home. Uh, and uh, the inn was available. Mm-hmm. And they were really touched of the Lord to purchase the inn and begin the ministry. At the time, the original vision included, uh, because Jay was a successful businessman, to uh, have a place called the Inn of the Last Resort, it was for businessmen because yeah. they, uh, they they were in the rat race of life and a place for them to come and have a respite and just hear the things of God and how to function in this world around the, uh, the aspects of, you know, just busyness and life uh, and how to apply that uh, and the principles. Mm-hmm. And so they came they uh, and, and started the... Started the inn uh, the, back in 1970 is when they found the inn, and then they, from from that day onward, they, I think it was another year or two before they actually moved to Franklin, mm-hmm. and then they uh, uh, were having retreats. They would come over from Chattanooga and you know run retreats on a weekend, and John and Evelyn Raby were uh, local people here who mm-hmm. helped. Uh, run the kitchen and do the maintenance and all kinds of things. Yeah, and so uh, that's how it began. And they didn't know what it was going to turn into. 
<laughs> but it turned into uh, a multi-nation, multinational ministry, which uh, interdenominational, and people from all over the world came. As a matter of fact, I believe it was Derek Prince who had the the vision of uh, leaves falling from a tree, and the tree uh, representing the the world and the, the nations, and, and falling on this place. Mm. Uh, all this came true. Came true. Uh, Jane's Sally were very faithful, yeah. very powerful. So they were here uh, uh, practically eight years prior to our coming, and so they started a program called Discipline Life in Christ. Uh, they were running. They were, they were head of the whole youth uh, program of the uh, Tennessee Georgia camps back in those days, where thousands of people were coming. Yeah, Jay and Sally were of the council that uh, oversaw the kids, and they they what they found out is that they were having more problems with the counselors than they were with the children huh. that were coming, and so they decided to have a program called Discipline Life in Christ, where the kids would come here, all sponsored and all provided through scholarships. Uh, kids coming from the, these, these camps, uh, counselors, and they'd be here six weeks. They'd be trained, then be the counselors of the children that would come to these camps. And so that was the purpose of it. And that's hmm. what started DLC, Discipline Life in Christ. Yeah, This was back in the Jesus movement when young people were on fire for the Lord but had no discipline yeah. <laughs> in God whatsoever, just free, but uh, did not know... Uh, didn't have much direction in their lives. So mm-hmm. Jay and Sally began those programs, but they're, the heartbeat of Jay and Sally and uh, eventually Susan and I was family mm-hmm. and relationships. Uh, Jay uh, coined the phrase, but it was really Sally who spoke this phrase more than Jay, life is relationships. If you have... If you have a good life, you have good relationships. If you have a bad life, you have bad relationships was the premises of it. It became our lifeisrelationships.com, our site on the internet eventually. So that's how it, that's how it began. And uh, they had no idea that it would take off like this. It, back in the early days, it was more retreats. Uh, there were... Uh, they had conferences uh, here, mm-hmm. uh, leadership uh discipleship uh, times. Uh, we had many churches that attended and uh, from elders groups. Uh, uh, in those days, we could accommodate 40 or 50 people at one time, maybe larger crowds in our meeting room, but not uh, to stay mm-hmm. overnight. And then they, we'd always have uh, marriage and parenting conferences. And then Susan and I came in midst of those days and continued that that call, that vision, mm-hmm. and uh, which was a special vision. But we always had, uh, in this small place in the mountains of North Carolina, we had some great speakers come from Derek Prince to Bob Mumford back in those days to uh, Larry Tomzak has been here mm-hmm. to I mean, uh, Winky Prattney to, uh, I mean, various names and, and, yeah. uh, and across the board uh, where uh, and, and we were tied in with Intercessors for America which began also back in those days. And mm-hmm. Jay and Sally were founding members of that board. So our relationships were on a national scale and on leadership. And so for a long time, I think once someone uh, from a, 
I uh, can't remember the name of the ministry who came to us and wrote uh, an article on Ministries Today, um, wrote that we were the, that we ministered to the God's generals. Hmm. Uh, who was ministering to the pastors yeah. in those days? And so we became a place where we were ministering mainly to those who who were leadership uh, uh, quality people, and uh, because they were affecting more people. And mm-hmm. so, even though we were smaller ministry in nature, we was more more intimate, and and so that that's that's how it all began. And Susan, and I came in. You uh, you said. When did you become the director? Uh, we didn't have those words. Uh, we just did everything. Uh, it was Jay and Sally and Susan and I. And uh, now there were a lot of other staff that came and went during those days. But uh, we uh, we handled that from our staff. We did everything from mm-hmm. mowing the grass to washing the dishes to Susan was an excellent cook. So the the kitchen was a natural thing. Um, she still, when we have uh, just the two of us, she still cooks for fifty people. You know, so uh, that's why I stay so thin yeah, most of the time. But anyway, she uh, we, we we did everything from the rooms, cleaning the rooms, uh, the bathrooms, uh, and and did the teaching. Mm-hmm. So um, from the bookkeeping to. Everything. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, it, we we really divided the, I guess the responsibilities, more or less, who could do it and who couldn't do it, and so we yeah. uh, did that, and then we brought people in to help us mm-hmm. do those things. Yeah. So, and then it continued to grow and grew with our staff. Yeah. And I think even um, I've heard I've heard stories of in those earlier days of the DLC days where there wouldn't even necessarily be, and correct me if I'm wrong, that there wouldn't necessarily even be planned curriculum for each day, but that it would start with you and Jay and Sally and Susan sitting and talking and, and waiting on the Lord until somebody got something. Can you explain some of that? You really heard correctly. <laughs> we didn't have planned curriculums. Uh, we would meet sometimes 15 minutes before we had a session uh-huh. and just went before the Lord. And uh, and sometimes Jay acted like he was God because he said, I think you need to speak tonight. <laughs> I'm not ready. Uh, so we had to be ready at all times, mm-hmm. which is what Scripture says. So we, we spoke mostly out of the heart mm-hmm. and what was happening, the very practical things of life, which is I think has been the thing, uh, the... Identification of this ministry, it's its experiential, which means that you don't just hear teaching and you don't just uh, 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 get new concepts. You actually live it. Yeah. And so we were teaching the things we were living, and everybody understood because we're all on that level. So if, uh, for example, there was a conflict uh, arising in a, a couple or or two or three participants or whatever, we were teaching on forgiveness and how to forgive, and if there were uh, things that, uh, that that were bothering someone from past, we 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 were talking on healing and inner healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were experiencing it as we were teaching it, so it became very. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but uh, <laughs> so we had to learn to be led by the Spirit of God. Uh, we've formalized it a lot uh, today, mm-hmm. uh, simply because we're in, back then the programs were ten weeks. Uh, when we're talking about 
Discipline Life in Christ, and we changed the name in 1987 to Trained Rain uh-huh. um, because we were dealing more with families at that, that point in time. And we uh, just uh, could only have people here maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so we had, to, we had to have a more systematic approach to how to reach yeah. people in that short of time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where it all started and continued. And you've talked through some of the transition of DLC into Train Terrain. And then eventually Heroes was added in 2000. And then... That is correct. We Heroes was birthed out of um, a, a direct word from the Lord to me. Uh, not I was out mowing the grass, uh, believe it or not. And... And I felt like the Lord was saying, uh, talking about this generation, this younger generation, was to make them heroes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it took two or three years of planning and and uh, just really sensing that God was saying these things, and, and it really took off. Mm-hmm. But that began, but it was still the same basic principles. Uh, uh, we actually bring these young people in and thrust them into a, the arena of family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we teach them manners, and, and I'm, I'm sure others have spoken on this, but we uh, it was very practical yeah. uh, and learned the life application programs we're teaching about how to change tires to how to balance a checkbook, yeah. so things you're not learning in college, but also about relationships. Mm-hmm. But it was the same principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I would say that the programs are from family are, were more restorative because they were you were dealing with uh, those who were out on the front lines of ministry and being wounded and helping them be re, uh, restored back to their call. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the young people, it was more preventative. Yeah, uh, we were teaching the principles so that they could learn to be good husbands and wives and fathers and mothers. Yeah, and so. Now, here we are in this new season of now I'm sitting here with former director and new director. And what does this new season for CTCI look like for the both of you together? Uh, it's exciting to me. Um, I have to admit. There's an amazing longer... game of bingo last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible to see. Violent game. He's still got me. a lot of heart if you, left. Larry, you can make... Anything competitive? No, no. Uh, <laughs> it's not that I make it competitive. Tell about the it's two out of three we won the other day. For whatever reason, people tried to beat me and they can't, and it's, that's what makes it uh, challenging. I've got witness to see a and cornhole Seth, match. I mean, that this, we won two out of three games. Just want to here that. because I had uh, not because I coached him in little league. But uh, that's... It might have been why. (laughs) It may be. Uh, The principles were the same (laughs) as they are now. Uh, And to to realize that uh, as I watched him trying to uh, play against me in cornhole the other night, uh, he was really serious about uh, trying to serious. impress me, and not, which no, he not impressed. He did very little, defeat, to, <laughs> very little to do that. For the record, uh, AJ, can I note that we won two out of three games at Cornhole? Just, just for the, can can you just keep that? <laughs> young men, young men will have was uh, anyway, their glory in the sun deception. <laughs> No, we uh, actually decided because the uh, it takes energy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's not that God is not supplying the energy to Susan uh, in this stage of our life. But boy, the day today is uh, much more than what it was uh, yeah. years ago. And and Seth uh, has that kind of energy. He also has the DNA. Uh, he was raised rightly. And I think that's extremely important in, in the ways of the Lord. Uh, it's so compatible. His belief system is, uh, he and Alicia are very much in line. And, and they love the Lord and they want to see, they love the ministry and they want to see the ministry continue. And that's what it takes. Yeah. So we're, we're thrilled to have them uh, come alongside us and then maybe even pass us uh, along the way. So yeah. I will say this, I think it, um, I, I put it in terms of, uh, you know, people have referred to us as pioneers. Uh, you know, and I, I accept that from the standpoint that what what does a pioneer do? He he blazes the trail. He, he leads. You're going to a destination. Uh, you protect everyone. You try to get everyone safely. You 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 work through. You clear out the forest and all the the things, and then then you reach your destination. And then it's what happens when you uh, settle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the industrial revolution comes, you know, yeah. and, and technology comes. And believe me, I'm so glad to see someone <laughs> who understands that come along. Yeah, because that's where that's where it's heading, mm-hmm. and we uh, that's not for us to lead. It's for us to help guide and for us to help advise. But I think it's going to take that kind of energy and uh, newness in the Lord to be able to take us into the next century. Really, yeah. Seth, mm-hmm. just a. Just to continue on based off of what Larry was just saying, he's talking about how everything has just continued to grow throughout the years and how now it's just at a point of there is technology in a different way than it ever was when they first started all of this. And what are your thoughts on some of how maybe you're wanting to utilize that? I know there have been some conversations previously with you and I about what is it that you're that you're wanting to do to to utilize some of that and where you're wanting to take and carry the message and the heart of this place um i think technology plays a part in that it's it's a vehicle to distribute Mm -hmm. uh, a healing message or a word needed for not just those who come but those even this podcast right um one of the main things that that brought Alicia and I here was the message of fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, in a, in a separate meeting, Larry was asked point blank, what is the one, if you'd have to describe this ministry, ministry, what is that one word? And he said, fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And just everything inside of me said, yes, this is the message that this generation needs. Mm-hmm. If I look at identity and what's lacking in this society, it's the lack of fathers. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to be a father. Mm-hmm. You know, I fail daily. I have my struggles. I, you succeed. You know, I have my. I, yeah, Very well. I succeed, but I. I also know, you know, those those times when things get, you know, hard, and you you you're faced with this challenge of, am I? You know, I I'm not stopping here. I'm going to get back up, and uh, that drew me here. I mm-hmm. think Larry's. Uh, he's. It's. It's just the irony that he was my coach thirty. I don't know, eight years ago, something like that. And uh, he's he's kind of been that to me, even though we've not. I was out of Franklin for 21 years. Yeah. Um, I believe that 
the message is true today mm-hmm. that fathers are needed. Yeah. And we're trying to enlist those. We're trying to to reinforce those yeah. and send those out. If you come here, you come to get that fatherhood message. You come to know how to set your family right. And that, that's that's husband and wives. That's, you know, uh, that's young men and women. That's, I mean, when you understand that, and Larry, you know, a lot of this has just been reinforcing me. And I've had it as a heartbeat um, for, I mean, some years ago, Lord said, that the ministry that we'll be going into, this was before I even had a, you know, this was a speck in my mind, was the father heart message mm-hmm. has been in my heart. And so yeah. uh, it burns within me, I mm-hmm. think, first from from the, the Lord. But yeah. also if we see identity issues and everything else, yeah. we know that stems from a lack of knowing the father and a lack of really understanding what God did with a family. Yeah. So um, that, trend, you know, what you asked about, what does technology do and all that? I just think it it's the message that the world needs to hear. Mm-hmm. It's the message that, that you know, God is a father and he's calling people unto himself. You know, Jesus said, oh, that I could gather these hens, like, you know, mother hen, gathering chicks unto myself. The heart of the father is seen throughout scripture mm-hmm. where he's, his kindness is shown and saying, come, come back to me, be restored to me. Yeah. Oh, Israel, you see it throughout the word. And so, I think that's the call that we have, the call of the end, the call of, uh, you know, with Christians should really be, let's get my family right and let's see what, you know, let's help healing in the nations like the Derek Prince vision, I think. Yeah. I think that it's so true what you're talking about, fatherhood in, in our society and in our culture today. And it's not even necessarily specifically those without a, a physical father, but there there's a lack of of just fatherhood in terms of men that are stepping up as mentors Mm -hmm. to lead other young men and to lead families Mm -hmm. around them in the same way. Cause that translates across whether it's you have a wife and children or if you're, or if you're an older man that can come as a, as a covering and as a mentor to other young men Mm -hmm. that need it. Yeah. Well, Paul states in First Timothy, uh, the, the conditions for being the leader in the church is to have your family in order. Mm-hmm. The fact that we uh, are now in a society where family is even questioned, uh, what is a family, mm-hmm. uh, and is so dysfunctional that we're seeing this invade the church in a new dynamic that really undermines God's intent for how the church is supposed to function. Learning that on one family at a time, on scale of family, is extremely important. And you can see Seth's passion to Mm -hmm. see that carried carried over. Well, thank you both for taking the time to sit and talk with us and just share about the history and the vision for where this is going to continue to go. Um, just bless you both, and we're just grateful for both of you for the years you've put in and the years you're about to put in. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, AJ. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one, and we would love if you left us a review. For more information about CTCI and our upcoming programs, be sure to check out ctcilife.org. This podcast is a production of Christian Training Center International. It is produced by A.J. Selby, Rebecca Wall, and Seth Stradling. It is edited, mixed, and mastered by A.J. Selby and Corey Kassmeyer.